HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program has been brought to you by White Oak Pastures, a five-generation Georgia-based beef and poultry farm determined to conduct business in an honorable manner. For more information, visit whiteoakpastures.com. Broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn, you're listening to HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Boys, I'm mellow as a honeydew. Yeah. That cat is high. Look that look in his eye. Oh, man, he's high. Yes, higher than a kite. That cat is high. Welcome back to the Speakeasy. I'm your host, Damon Bolte. It's a beautiful day in Brooklyn, New York, only to be made more beautiful by my two lovely guests here in the studio. We have, all the way from California, long, long trip today for you, uh, we have Allie Ward and Georgia Hardstark from Classy Ladies with Allie and Georgia, uh, Drinks with Allie and Georgia, and also Slumber Party with Allie and Georgia. Very, very busy ladies that are very, very fun to be around and very... Uh, active in drinks and culinary, uh, the drinks and culinary world, and I'm very glad to have you on the show today. Oh, hush. We're so happy to be here. (laughs) We just flew in from Nashville like uh, four minutes ago. Like our flight just landed and our suitcases are in your studio, which is so, so awesome. (laughs) But we still had time to grab a a Fernet and Coke and a a beer. There's (laughs) always time. There's always time for that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Sorry, Jack. We're just going to have to delay it by like 30 seconds to grab a Fernet and a beer. So, um, yeah, so uh, let's just start back at the beginning. Um, you two have been friends for quite some time now, and uh, you got started with, uh, like, as far as the cocktail scene goes, you got started with a viral video that went up about, <laughs> I would rather you explain I, it. I feel like there's, this is always the elephant in the room. It's like, yeah. let's talk about your past. Let's, <laughs> talk, let's talk about that Must word. We? The, Must we? The McNuggetini word. Uh, it's like talking it's like yeah it's talking totally like about about your dark past but georgia and i here's the deal so georgia and i are best friends we've been best friends for years and we both had these day jobs and i was a staff writer at the la times and i would be there from like 10 in the morning to like one in the morning and i would skip dinner a lot because i'd be working and we'd want to go get a drink after work yeah so i'd be like i'm taking you out before you have to like go to bed and kill yourself and cry yourself to sleep (laughs) 
we're going to go out. So we'd go to our favorite dive bar, and it's the, Which one? the Roost in Atwater. Right. And they serve popcorn. You know, they give you popcorn for free. So we would be drinking these cocktails and eating popcorn, and it'd be like, Allie would drink a lot of white Russians. Because it was kind of like food. At that yeah. point, I would just go to the bar and order anything that had like maybe some like sustenance. A, a dairy protein in it. <laughs> just make me whatever is thick enough to resemble a dinner. So we were, we like, like it took like a month, and every, you know, couple days we'd be like, what if we added this to this cocktail? And just yeah. kind of like, McNuggetini was born. We're like, how can we get horrible dinner and a drink and dessert in one glass so I can just go to bed and go do this all again tomorrow? And so we kept joking, like, and this is in like the days of MySpace where we'd like post on each other's wall, like, you you want to get a McNuggetini after work, like as a joke. <laughs> and so it became this this like stupid inside joke between us. And then one day we decided to just make it and um and it led to us making like a, a culinary how-to video that was super tongue-in-cheek because at this point the mixology scene had already taken off in LA like I was at the newspaper I was writing about cocktails and we'd go to these fancy bars and you know pay a lot of money for really really great cocktails obviously but it was also you know we had we were stuffy yeah there were dive yeah. burgers so we were kind of making fun of it not in a mean way but in a playful way and we made this video in my grandma's kitchen in Los Angeles with our friend Peter Tensio who makes videos for Funny or Die mm-hmm. and it was just a silly silly video yeah and we put it out one of us put it up on Tumblr and then a couple hours later we were like whoa 200 people have seen it that's crazy and then by the end of the day it was like 4,000 people have seen it. You don't know 4,000 people. And so it went viral as terrible things like diseases often do. And then, um, but there was just something about it that was like silly and tongue in cheek and farcical that people kind of, kind of glommed onto. And then we were starting getting these weird emails from creeps in the woods that were like, I want to make you my wife. Cause like when you're on the internet, like that happens, which is a beautiful thing. <laughs> you know, wait, that's how we met you, right? Yeah, we were totally. like, hey, will you be my wife? <laughs> But um, we both we both uh, were on GChat at our jobs, and we're like, did some creep who said he was like from Food Network try to add you as a friend? And yeah, me too, me too. We looked him up on LinkedIn, and he was like an executive, like VP at Food Network, and they wanted LinkedIn, us the Facebook for professionals. <laughs> exactly. So they asked, so creepy. They said, you know, this drink is is vile, but can you guys make actual like weird fun drinks that taste good? And you know, I had bartended, and Georgia had too, so we said sure, and we did, and then. And cut to a year later when we quit our day jobs <laughs> to do this. So, yeah, it's been kind of... But, I mean, our, the drinks that we make are, are fun and experimental and irreverent. Mm-hmm. I, I love the show, actually. Like, um, after we met um uh i was checking out a lot more of the videos and uh that's you're totally right i mean it's it's not taking you're not taking yourself too seriously you're having fun with it um but at the same time there are a lot of i mean obviously a lot of the videos and the drinks are like seasonal and like have a lot to do with like different holidays and whatnot and uh the cool thing about it is it, it isn't just like oh i've got some pumpkin spice liqueur or we're gonna make a, a halloween cocktail you actually do uh, incorporate a lot of culinary techniques you know a lot of like like kind of molecular and like kind of old school techniques like for instance like well i know your favorite thing ali is to use a blowtorch on like everything <laughs> um but then there was like the uh, the halloween jello shot thing you know it's it's all like it's all done in like such fun and like but it's not careless it's it's definitely like there's a lot of like work put into it and it's it's cool yeah I mean, we're, we're not trying to like belittle you know, because we're such huge fans of the cocktail scene and like oh, what's huge. done, and it's such a beautiful art. We love it, and we are making we're having fun with it with what we say and the way we do like present our videos. But we're not trying to, you know, 
just make these cocktails that mean nothing and that someone else has done already. We want to do something new that no one's done and still have it taste good. Yeah, and we also, because we, we make videos for a cooking channel and for Food Network, we have to make it accessible. So as much as yeah. I love really, really complex drinks with a lot of ingredients and, and hard to find, um, you know, liqueurs and stuff, we have to make things that like are a little bit more accessible to people. So it's like, okay, let's try and do this in four ingredients with some stuff you can make at home. But it's kind of the goal is to make a drink that you would want to have at a dinner party that is a conversation piece. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean? Like maybe not everyone might like um, a liquid cheesecake drink. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> really? It's actually really so? good. It's really good, but it's something that everyone will, you know, be talking about. Tony just sent us some uh, shots in the in the studio. Thank you. <laughs> what is Thanks, I don't Tony. even know. Cheers, what, Tony. Yeah, is that vodka? What is that? What are we drinking? <laughs> Oh, we're drinking some tequila now. Okay, oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> boy, Welcome oh to boy. New York. Things are about to get super sloppy. Cheers, brother. <laughs> Cheers. Um, yeah, I totally agree with what you're saying about, you know, like, obviously you want to have, in any cocktail, you want to have, you, you want it to be a conversational piece, yeah. of course, but, like, to use, like, f- like no more than five ingredients is, like, y- you can, like, do so many really in- interesting and tasteful things with that, mm-hmm. and it, but okay, actually, the first time we met was at uh, at the Tiki Monday. Um, yes, right. which we talk about a lot on the show. I love Tiki Monday. Yeah. 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 what's up, y'all? Yeah, what's up? You were drinking a fishbowl full of alcohol, if That's, I remember correctly. Yeah. yeah, that sounds that sounds like me. <laughs> the best part is that poking out of it were like seven straws, only one being employed by you. <laughs> uh, yeah, guilty. <laughs> that was awesome. But, like you know, with tiki drinks, you have so many ingredients, and like going back to that, it's like yeah, it's nice to just like kind of like pull back and, and use those yeah so like like going back to some of those other recipes like we're, give us some examples of for those people who haven't seen the the uh the cocktails with or the drinks with Ali and Georgia show what were some of the other examples of drinks that you guys did my favorite was the umami elixir oh and oh, Ali hated it we have really really different tastes really different Ali tastes. and I and um it, it was a uh we infused garlic into vodka and we added a couple drops of truffle oil and, and dry vermouth. Dry vermouth, and, and then, then we garnished it with a, a rosé, an anchovy rosé. Yeah, it was a really <laughs> you know a sipping drink. It was like, like the dirtiest martini you've ever had. So yeah, it's it really like salty, it. really briny, and very umami. I but it was one it. of those things where it's like, well, why can't we make a salty drink in a tiny, beautiful glass? And just why can't we make a garlic drink? Like who's saying that we can't? No one. Yeah, and that's the thing too is we always make it look really, really classy. We, yeah. Yeah. we have this kind of vintage <laughs> aesthetic. We have a lot of vintage barware that we love using. Just to make you know, we're not drinking out of freaking solo cups or whatever. It's, yeah, it's nice. Even though there's a place for that, there is. there's <laughs> definitely a place for that. But what I love about the cocktails, it you know, what I love about our particular niche in cocktail making is that we're not competing necessarily with like like the Dale DeGroffs and you know the very very serious serious like tight buttoned vest bow tie dudes but we're kind of taking a culinary approach to it and breaking as many rules as possible and just thinking like. Drinking, it should be fun. It should be a relaxing... You shouldn't get stressed out when you go to a bar being like, am I going to look like an idiot? And so I think the drinks that we make are are really playful and fun, and they're things that you see and you want to experiment with, and you want to see if you can make it home. So I think that's what's fun for us, is that we really, really appreciate, you know, air quotes, mixology, and and really fine drinks, and, and we write about them for a few publications and stuff, but we also really like just messing around it's like Willy Wonka we're like Willy Wonka if he had an adorable drinking problem (laughs) (laughs) that's what we're going for that's awesome (laughs) Um, yeah I mean like I remember uh, 
uh, Del DeGroff's son, actually, like Leo DeGroff, he was telling me about working at a certain uh, club, and they would have, like, in the earlier slow hours of the night, they would always have, like, this, uh, like, kind of mini cocktail competition between the bartenders where they would um, basically use, like, whatever they found around. Like, they, he said one time they did a, a muddled pizza cocktail. Oh, like, dear. You know, yeah, and, like, but that's that's so much fun, you know? And, like, if you can actually pull that off and make it taste good, yeah. that's really the trick. Yeah. Know? I mean, it's fun for us because we will do spins on... Um, you know, like the bees knees, we'll do it like a slight spin on that using like local honey and, and changing the citrus in it. So we'll do like simple things like that. But then, um, you know, we'll also, yeah, do some in like we have an apple pie drink. That's I got a slice of apple pie in it. That was food <laughs> network being like, here's the envelope, please push it. Yeah. <laughs> so, Which is rad that they have, have us do that. Blanche. Yeah. But I mean, I think that, um, yeah, some of my, I really like kind of taking classics and messing around with them a little bit. And Definitely. then also like we made a dessert drink for our last season of, um, of cooking channels, classy ladies, which is just about to launch. And, um, it was a tahini and dark chocolate oh, drink. So, so good. we took like tahini and put it in a shaker with like a chocolate liqueur, a chocolate vodka and stuff, um, which we don't use vodka that much, but Mm-mm. sometimes it's, it's a nice neutral thing to play around with. And so you're sipping this like very dark chocolate, but kind of nutty and sesame drink with a few little sesame seeds on top. And it's just an interesting, weird, nice drink where if you were going to have, again, like have a dinner party, everyone can try and be like, oh, well, how about that? Yeah, <laughs> totally. And you know what? That's funny that you brought up sesame seeds because we were just talking last week about uh, I had Aaron Polsky on um, from Netta and we was talking about Asian ingredients and how they're kind of underutilized mm. in drinks. And I love sesame in drinks. I think it's mm-hmm. really great and it never gets used. And we yeah. did. We actually put um, wasabi in a cocktail once. Yeah, so we we're, we're, we're representing. <laughs> yeah, you're all over it. Yeah. What, what, like all these crazy mixologists with their, their vests and bow ties and stuff. <laughs> they're so behind now. Ellie and Georgia are breaking new ground. Okay. <laughs> well, I think it's just, I think it's fun for us because we just happened to, like, like I said, like we just, we happen to have come in at a time where we can kind of embrace what's happening, but also kind of break some rules, which is fine. I mean, and yeah, it's, it's also weird to be a woman kind of in the scene. So we kind of took a different approach where we always dress really nice and, and nice old, you know, gowns that were owned by dead women. Mm-hmm. A lot of vintage Well, they dresses. weren't dead when they owned them, but no, 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 no. Now. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so sad. Yeah. I don't but, think you can own anything when you're dead. No, that's right. <laughs> well, I would beg to do- no, no, I wouldn't. This is going to turn into I'm an atheist. A big yeah, philosophy <laughs> broadcast. But um, but yeah, as like as kind of women, women on the scene, we just I don't know, we we take it a lot less seriously, and we just make it like really approachable. Yeah, and that's uh, that's actually huge for this scene. Like the whole like mixology and cocktail bartending community and industry. It's it's predominantly like male driven, you know, and it yeah. has been for a long time. But but it's it's really cool now that it's getting to the point where it's starting to get you know equalized you know especially with like uh great competitions like you know speed rack oh yeah speed rack. we actually went to um zara bates from providence in los angeles ha- through the first annual ladies bartender brunch at uh, the Evelie and i went a couple weeks ago and it was just like you know a whole room of the coolest mixed like coolest bartenders you've ever met and they're all female and they're all fun and they all we all get along. We're not like cat fighting or anything like that. It's just really cool little kind of 
kind of scene of, of ladies. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And it's like so different from like what we were experiencing five years ago where it's like the high school dance where like <laughs> all the guys are on one side and then like the one girl's on the yeah, other side. Yeah, <laughs> like we're now we're like, we don't need you guys. Yeah, totally. We'll have our own little Yeah, just scene. have your own dance. <laughs> yeah. For real. <laughs> Sadie Hawkins. Get out of our treehouse, you guys. Um but no it is it is a it's I think it's still a really fun and exciting time though. But it, we do we are definitely in the minority, I think. But um but, you know, Georgia and I do, like, a lot of comedy shows, too. So we have, we're in this weird place where we our videos are stupid, like, in the best way. <laughs> like silly as Yeah, fuck. they like, open, like, the, the Food Network let me wear a pirate beard in yeah. one of them. And, like, they didn't even question me. It was like, we turned in the script because we write everything, too. And so we turned in the script and it was like, opens, and Ellie's wearing a pirate patch and a beard. And it was like, <laughs> we were waited to be like, no. You can't do that. But it was went through. So it's like we kind of like get to yeah. we get to use like a, just a lot of absurdist stuff and imagery in our videos. Yeah, the so. cocktail is is kind of the hero, but it's not this like the center of the whole video. It's a lot of fun and silliness and Yeah, that's the it's know. the whole like environment and the whole experience. Yeah, and then yeah, totally. what you get out of it is a cocktail recipe that's Yeah. In the end. Cool. In the end we like we take that pirate beard and then it's like, okay, forget the pirate beard, but here's how you make a drink. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, speaking of cocktail recipes, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, uh, we're going to continue talking about this. And I want to actually, I want to hear what your process is whenever you're writing a show. Because that's always really interesting to me, especially as someone who's always booking shows. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll be right back with Allie and Georgia. She's dancing by herself. In a mother's summer dress Oh kid, she doesn't need your help She studied art in Spain Tall boys across her brain Yeah, tall boys, men, they'll do anything They sat her in the shade Threw her a parade All lined up, marching back and forth all day family farm that works in cooperation with nature 
to produce artisan meats that is safe, healthy, nutritious, and good to eat. Without fail, we ensure that our production practices are economically practical, ecologically sustainable, and that the animals are always humanely treated. We never falter in our determination to conduct our business in an honorable manner. For more information, visit whiteoakpastures.com. And we are back. You are listening to The Speakeasy. In the studio today, we have the lovely Allie and Georgia from multiple (laughs) facets of uh, basic awesomeness um, (laughs) around the culinary and cocktail world. Um, You can check out their stuff online. Uh, You can definitely check out the the shorts from Cocktails with Allie and Georgia. You can check out Classy Ladies with Allie and Georgia on Cooking Channel TV dot com that's it right and uh and then also the uh the slumber party with ali and georgia on podcast <laughs> um before the break we were talking about uh their particular style of not necessarily getting too serious about cocktails and letting that become a bummer it's all about the experience and having a good time with it and that's the whole reason why we're hanging out having drinks right now too we're having a good time we sure are. and that's what it should be all about and so with that being said, um, it looks like you've got something uh, you're whipping up right there. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to make you a cocktail, and it is from our new season of drink or of Classy Ladies with Ellie in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Classy Ladies, we basically take a culinary class out in the field and then come back to our wacky like kitchen. It's kind of like Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah, it's like if Miss Yvonne had a cocktail show. <laughs> yeah. That's basically what our show. <laughs> and so um, we also are really big fans of bad, bad puns. And so oh, yeah. oh it's great. <laughs> well, for this is from the hot dog episode of our of Classy Ladies. First yeah. of all, we had a hot dog eating contest. If you need to see George and I both eating from the ass end of a hot dog together <laughs> go to cookingchannel.com which you obviously cooking need it's like it's a bucket list thing right yeah yeah so the hot dog episode Check. George and I are, are both eating from a hot dog we have a hot dog eating contest and then where did my pin go exactly yeah you want to note that innuendos are I'm going to write it Check. right under this part <laughs> um, and so so we um then we just we tried to decide what would pair best with like a really good hot dog and we just added a beer cocktail a beer one. cocktail of course and so we named this one Beerly legal because we love we love pump. bad sexual puns. So beerly legal is the name of this. So get it in your mouth. Um, and it's a really. We also chose this one to do for you because we honestly we literally just landed. And so we're like, what has the fewest amount of ingredients? Right. What do we not need to yeah. infuse or light on fire? And this it's, it's it. it looks like it's going to be kind of uh, breakfasty as it turns sure. out. Sure, a little bit. It's kind of like a bitter mimosa, but with beer. And so um, it's really really easy. A manmosa. It's a manmosa. <laughs> <laughs> and it's um it's a good summer drink too. So so um Georgia, you want to say what what we're putting? Okay, in this? so we're starting with what? Okay, she's gonna start with aperol. We're gonna add about an ounce of that into each co- into each mason jar. You have to make this like a really hipster and and kitschy, <laughs> or else it's not a good drink anymore. So we're putting this into a mason jar. Aperol. We are at Roberta's. We are at Roberta's. We fit all the requirements. Yeah, and then we're gonna add some <laughs> mason jar. You want to add. <laughs> You want to add tangerine juice, like a, another ounce of tangerine juice. We're adding a, um, orange juice because, like we said, we just got off of a plate <laughs> and there's no tangerine, tangerine juice to be had in Brooklyn, it turns out. Yeah, yeah. You guys are on the other <laughs> side of the world right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we get anything we want in L.A., but not, not in New York. Um, and then we're going to add some light beer to that. We're going to add like a, you know, Tecate or a Modella or something along those lines. Just right on top. And you have the Siphonist Summer Cocktail. 
we actually when we made this drink because it was for the beer episode we were gonna make a um, hot or I'm sorry it was for the hot dog episode <laughs> we were gonna make a can we pause for a moment yeah. and let me digest the, what you're about to divulge oh should I not do this <laughs> Okay, can go. take away our, all our credibility. But we didn't actually do this, <laughs> just, so it's okay. I just want to say at this stage of, um, of revelation that George is about to make is one of the most central parts of our cocktail series is that we have fun together yeah. and that we don't care about anything. And we do weird <laughs> stuff. So thank you, Allie. And uh, we almost made a hot dog straw. And you do, it's, <laughs> it's really hard. You take a straw and you put it through a hot dog and you drink out of it. And we're like, can we get away with that? <laughs> so when, when George and I are developing recipes, we, um, we get a bunch of ingredients. We probably go through like, I don't know, at least six or seven iterations before we get something we start to like. Sometimes we'll have friends over who will help us sip them and be like, I like this one, I like this one. But um, we were like, what if we made, because this is a hot dog episode, what if we make a hot dog straw? So the two of us are in my apartment. I love this idea. Trying to bore through a hot dog with yeah. a straw. It's, it's like that should be our TV show is us trying to make cocktails. <laughs> and and not the it. end product. Just I just want to say, yeah. I just want to say that we succeeded we and it worked and it and looked so disgusting. Very, very pornographic. <laughs> yeah. um, really, really hard to look at, but it was like one of the most <laughs> hilarious like drink trials. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was not pretty, and so. We, yeah. that around a little we bit. didn't do it. We didn't do it. Um, it was a little bit like it was a little <laughs> NC seventeen. <laughs> it was a little NC seventeen for uh, Cooking Channel, which is weird because we get away with so much stuff for Cooking Channel that that like to get a, to not get away with something means we like it, we cross the line. <laughs> like we have Hitler jokes in some of our like videos, yeah. and, and which is fine. George is Jewish. We can get away with that. It's, it, yeah. We made we made some serious serious Pope jokes in an Easter oh, yeah, episode we did called Peeping It Real. We lit a peep on fire like an absinthe sugar cube. Yeah, like the Bohemian method of an of an absinthe drink, which is already blasphemous in the cocktail community. But then when you add Pope jokes on top of that oh, yeah. and like sacrifice a peep, like things get offensive and they just kind of let us get away with it because we wear lovely dresses and we have shiny brooches and <laughs> yeah. um cheers to uh, cheers, barely legal yeah barely legal barely to being legal. barely legal <laughs> sure but yeah it's um i my my ideas for cocktail drinking should be like does it taste well, that's good really great you like it i'm glad yeah, you like it it's refreshing I'm so glad. it's great to wake up to what if you spit it all over the microphone and you hated it <laughs> <laughs> jack would kill cake. me <laughs> he's it. shaking his head yes we have a drink for you, Jack. But um, no, I feel like drinks should be, do they taste good? Do they get you at least mildly buzzed? And do you want to drink it? Are you curious about it? Like those three things, fine. Like I think yeah. you're good. Like I, I don't think people should be too snobby about it. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know, I think a lot of the, you know, a lot of the bartending community, like the cocktail bartending community gets kind of a better rep. And we talk about this a lot on the show uh, with the different guests that come on uh, that are bartenders. We talk about like what we actually like to drink like when we're not working. Totally. And it's usually like what you guys have in front of me. It's like whiskey. beer or fernet or whiskey. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, having fun with it. It's like That's sabering so bottles of champagne and like you know, <laughs> yeah. being, having fun and being done with it. And like, you know, that's what it's all about. And, you know, but like. You you sometimes like you kind of like talk about your drinks at, like before like you were telling us uh, that they're they're silly and fun but like when we have one like this like the mm-hmm. the beerly legal it's really refreshing and it's great tasting and I want 
to have another one after yeah, this. Yeah, isn't that nice? It's and like it's. I'll probably have one with Jack after you guys leave. <laughs> There's one for Jack here, but it's sweet and it's a little bitter and it's fizzy and refreshing. So when we're doing these, when we're writing these things, we also want the drink to be good. And the yeah. other thing yeah. that's really hilarious, and a lot of bartenders don't have to deal with this, all of our recipes get sent into the Food Network Test Kitchen, and they get tested <laughs> by professionals that mm-hmm. we've never seen face to face. So you can't send in a recipe that's that's not good because then right. a bunch of people at Food Network sit around and like scratch their chins about like, it. So these girls don't know what they're doing. Like yeah. if we did something, you know, we did an avocado drink and it was like, like the, the first five that we tried were not, terrible. Yeah, until we figured out exactly like how to do it and what viscosity to do and like yeah. how can you, how can you, like we did a beet drink that involves like a literally a blended beet and like ginger infused gin and lemon juice and it's really great but you want, you know that people are going to be testing this somewhere in a huge building, you know, above Chelsea Market in New York and you're like okay well this has to be actually good so it's fun for us to yeah we want it we we want to have fun and be silly and and joke around and stuff but we also don't want it you know we don't want it to be a farce we don't want to make terrible cocktails well well, on that note you you know we just uh we saw each other uh about a month ago at Tales of the Cocktail Uh, that was your first time to go and uh what were some of the things you took away from that I mean like that's a very serious cocktail conference you know yeah I took away um a lot of business cards and uh (laughs) headaches and free bottle (laughs) free teeny tiny bottles of booze no you know what I loved about Tales is like is it was kind of like a reunion of people you've never met so it's like all these people that you've heard of and you've you've read about and you've I've heard on this podcast I've I've read on blogs and it was like oh you you don't know me but I know you so it was like I I think that was great but we met Dale DeGroff. That was pretty. It's, he's the greatest. Amazing. I don't think he liked that I dropped to my knees and started weeping. <laughs> I don't think he liked that. No, I just hit my head. No, I'm but, sure he did. Um, no, but I think I mean it's really interesting though to to meet so many people that are trying so many different things. And I do think though, I mean, I, I love it when people can kind of relax a little bit. Like at Tales, everyone is relaxed and they're having fun and they're drunk and they're they're shaking hands and stuff and so it's it's not like uh it's not very stodgy I it's like fun that. to be it's fun it's almost like camp for our bartenders and it's just like, i always say yeah exactly it? it's like summer camp for bartenders and it feels cool to be in this like community of people who are kind of all trying to do the same thing which is like legitimize this like you know these cocktails that are are old and interesting and trying to do a new spin on them it's cool to be around people who are have the same ideas that you do yeah. so i love that about tales it's like you go to this you know party and all these people have a great recipe for you know some cocktail that you've never had before and know how to make the original really really well and and how nerdy is it it's almost like a comic i was gonna convention. say it's like a big star trek convention but everyone cares about it's a bar, bar trek everyone's an alcoholic bar trek convention. Bar trek. it is there's a bunch of it's so it's so like nerdy it reminds me of revelation i used to be in the latin club in <laughs> high school i was a virgin and i was like in ap latin and you'd go to conventions and everyone would be wearing a toga and they'd talk about like I'm you know you. dead language and but it kind of reminds me of that because there's there's like nothing that you can't talk about with someone there that they're not like Ugh, this is over my head i don't care about yeah, you know what i mean so i think it's so true i think it's kind of interesting and to get different people's opinions on things and yeah. you know i think that's great i mean one thing that i love about what we do is that we're and I, I don't know I, about other bartenders and stuff, but we're, con- we're always learning. I'm always trying mm-hmm. new absolutely. things. And, absolutely. And I think that that's great. I think it's really great to, to look back on what you didn't know four months ago and be like, ah, oh, I know so much more about this now. And I think that's kind of cool about getting together with a lot of bartenders. Absolutely. And it's been so cool getting to know the two of you over the summer. Uh, this is the third time we've gotten to hang out. I know. And, and you uh, have a new tattoo every time I see you. <laughs> can I tell you, can I just tell your, uh, your 
audience. Probably doesn't. not. Oh, no. <laughs> I um like Damon is awesome, and uh, and he has like a fernet tattoo like all over his chest. He's like he's he's hardcore. But um when we were at Tails in New Orleans, at the middle in the middle of One Eye Jacks at the employees only party, he pulled down his trousers <laughs> to show an entire room full of people his new beer panther tattoo on his leg, and it was like one of the more exhilarating moments of Tails because it was like pure unbridled pride and joy. <laughs> That's that's how we roll. That's basically tails in a nutshell. That's Pull down your pants nutshell. and show someone your new tattoo in the solo bar. Yeah, it's like tails. a ween song. Um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> totally. Well, you know, like I was saying, it's been really awesome to get to hang out with you, especially at Tails. And here this time, I know you're only in town for a couple of days and you're very busy shooting a show. Um, but yeah, it's been really great, especially like the over the past three times that I've gotten to hang out with you, your, your outlook seems to have changed like... As you've uh, like been more, you've been to, exposed to a lot of different, well, kneecaps with their panther tattoos, <laughs> exposed to a lot. but uh, but a lot of a uh, 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 new like cocktail and spirits industry. Uh, there's yeah, people Tony expose waving. themselves. <laughs> people expose, but like a lot of like new ideas and a lot of old ideas, and it's cool that you're growing into this scene more. Like obviously, you're still having fun with it, and mm-hmm. that's great. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's just it's always fun to see someone learn more and like oh, to learn yeah. with them too and you know it's funny because on this show a lot of times like we end up the show talking about um like i'll always ask the guests you know like what their favorite thing to drink is when they're just chilling out but you know what you guys are steadily chilling out and, <laughs> and that's really great so i, I want to thank you again for coming on the show of and uh, give us give us the quick details on where we can find all of the information. Well, about you can show. find new our, our second season of Classy Ladies with Allie and George is coming out now. And you I can know. find it on cookingchannel.tv.com and just yeah. look up Classy Ladies. You can also go on YouTube. Um, they've yeah. started to put it, putting out on YouTube every, I think, Thursday. So um, just type in Classy Ladies on YouTube and you can find our episodes there. We're also at AllieandGeorgia.com, A L I E and Georgia.com. We're on Twitter. We're totally on Twitter, Allie and Georgia. And we have a, a new podcast, Slumber Party with Allie and Georgia. It's on iTunes. So listen to it right it we uh, i make a pillow fort in my living room and then we have a guest on in their pajamas and we we drink wine spritzers and cocktails yeah. and talk about stupid stuff it's awesome it's great i you know i'm glad that you stole that from my apartment <laughs> just kidding. you're uh, coming over you're coming to california i will, yes. I will come out and uh, definitely be on the show Do it. Um, so thank you again for thank coming you on so today. much for having it's us. been a, it's been a long time in the making over the summer so i'm glad we finally get to do it of and, course. Uh, and we'll have to have you on next time you're in town Totally. Definitely. Well, Bottoms up, darling. All right. Shout Cheers. Out to the guy who brought me a shot of tequila. Oh, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tony. Applause. Um, yeah. All right. That's it for today. And thank you again. And you can check out Ellie and Georgia all over the place by Googling classy ladies. Hey, hey. <laughs> all right. We'll see you next week on the Speakeasy. Bye. Cheers. Oh, man, he's high. Yes, higher than a kite. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening. That cat is high. Look at that look in his eyes.